Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. January 25th, 1945. The Allies prevail in the Battle of the Bulge. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. It was an essential link in the chain of victory. Begun in December, the Battle of the Bulge in Belgium was Germany's attempt in the wake of the Allied European landings to make a last stand. Here are parts of a first-person account preserved by the American Veterans Center by Thomas Krebs, a young American infantryman. We were totally unaware of a surprise German army offensive on December 16th. They launched a massive breakthrough into the Ardennes forest in eastern Belgium, driving from Antwerp and hoping to split the Allied forces. The 75th Division originally planned to join the 9th Army and was redirected to the 1st Army. Time was a crucial factor. We were loaded on trucks and traveled 250 miles to Belgium, arriving at a forward defense area in the vicinity of Beyron, Belgium. We spent the night of December 23rd and 24th there, billeted in a barn attached to a home, On Christmas Eve, the cooks set up hot chow in large containers along a bend in the road. This was our first real meal in three days. Just as I approached the beginning of the line, an officer rolled up in a jeep and ordered the cooks to put it away. We were moving out. We were hurriedly assembled and told to move out immediately and that we were moving up to the front lines. Everything seemed to be in a state of chaos. I had no idea where we were and had no maps to guide us. After some semblance of order was restored, we moved out on a road. It was dark and cold. We walked for an hour or more and were told to turn around, and apparently we were not in the right position for attack on a hill. We could hear bursts of artillery fire and small arms fire off in the distance. It seemed to take forever to get to our line of departure. We moved down a steep slope and crossed a small stream. Things continued to be disorganized and contact was lost between flanking platoons. We began the attack at daybreak, crossing the frozen snow-covered field. As we got about 50 yards out, all hell broke loose, and the Jerry's laid down a field of fire with machine guns. Bullets were flying everywhere. I kept moving forward and firing short bursts. I kept hitting the ground, firing, getting up again to advance. I passed by several fallen comrades, but could not stop to help because of the hail of fire. I finally reached the tree line where there was some protection from the trees and brush. I could not visibly locate the enemy as they were pretty well concealed. I looked around to see where the rest of our platoon was and was shocked to see only one other GI who I'd never seen before. We were all alone in this heavily wooded area with machine gun and small arms fire whizzing over our heads. We kept on firing in the direction of their fire until our ammo ran out. The Jerry's began to drop in mortar shells around us. We got out of there in a hurry. Then we worked our way over to a small draw on the hillside where we found an officer, a first lieutenant, badly wounded. I did not recognize him, but we struggled to get him to a safer location. Sometime during this period, several machine gun bursts came in our direction and I got clipped in the neck. Fortunately, no vital arteries were hit and it was just a flesh wound. Our losses were about 50%. Our L Company lost our company commander and several non-com platoon and squad leaders. 
After this battle, I was very happy to be alive. Most people don't understand what it's like to be a soldier in the infantry rifle company. With all the training, I was not prepared for this experience. Nothing can prepare you for the reality of war. Under hellish conditions, it was a life-changing experience. One I will never forget. Neither should we. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, a C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's fashion and beauty memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck. Available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.